0: Welcome to the Classics Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri. And today, I'm gonna to look at all things Karate Kid, or maybe I should say all things Cobra Kai, since that's the new popular form of this, this interesting new universe that's growing and growing. It's not new to the general public, but the way it's growing and changing is kind of new. And so I'm gonna talk about two things in this podcast and, and connect them. One is a new book. That's uh, by Ralph Macchio, and it's called Waxing On, The Karate Kid and Me. And it's a really fascinating story. Uh, it's about like, it's a four or five hour listen. I listened to it on Audible, and I actually recommend it on Audible because it's it's a really... Good listen since he's Ralph Macho is the one who's narrating the story and so it sounds like a a conversation with with a friend in a sense and so I talk about that book and all the insider info that he talks about I don't go too far into it because I think the book does a great job and you should listen to it if you like it Um, and then I talk about Cobra Kai Cobra Kai is just one of the best shows One of the best shows on television. One of the best streaming shows. So if you are looking for something new, check it out. It's really, really cool. And I just love everything that this story has done with perspective. How it's flipped perspective. I love how this show has taken characters that seem evil in one season and made them good. Or made them nuanced. It's just such a well-written show that... You know, as someone who likes to write, I like to observe how they do it because it's so skilled, so fascinating. So this is all about Karate Kid, Cobra Kai. I'm a big enthusiast for this series. And they're saying that this is, they're calling this the Miyagi-verse. That's kind of like from Mr. Miyagi, you know. It's basically saying that they are they are creating a new sort of universe that to rival Marvel. And I think that's such a, such a cool thing and such a... Um, special thing because they can do it. They can definitely do it with the Karate Kid franchise. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Classics Podcast. Thanks for sharing the podcast. I'm going to mention that in this episode. Uh, I got some really cool news from Spotify this week, and I'm going to share that later on. And just thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing it because a lot of you are sharing it. Much appreciated. And please leave a rating if you haven't. Thanks for listening. I'll see you after the music. Welcome to the Class X podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host Shukri, and I want to start this podcast with a big thank you to the listeners because I received my Spotify Wrapped highlights, which is something that listeners and podcasters get and uh, one thing really stood out to me that's that this podcast this is about the the listeners here this podcast was in the top 10 percent most shared globally and so that's just so cool to hear that and to see that the listeners are sharing it at such a high level high percentage that's what helps the podcast grow and so i really appreciate that and i really just you know enjoy doing this podcast for myself and for you guys. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for, sh- for sharing the podcast with people around the world. Um, it's just really nice to see and uh, I'm happy to see it. So thank you. Another thing that I was really happy with is that it said that we created 953 minutes of content, which put us at the top 10% in the society and culture category. So I'm happy with that because I'm trying to be productive with the podcast. And I always wonder if I'm productive enough and to, to read that, it, it, is, it is a nice confirmation of what we're doing on the Class X podcast. So today, onto this, onto this episode, today we're going to look at um, or I'm going to look at and discuss all things Karate Kid, or maybe I should say all things Cobra Kai, because Cobra Kai is the modern version of this great franchise. I'm going to start by discussing Ralph Macchio because I have two little two ways of doing this. I'm going to talk about Ralph Macchio's book. and It is called Waxing On, The Karate Kid and Me. Then, then I'll talk about Cobra Kai. So Karate Kid book and then Cobra Kai because it's just one of the best shows around right now, in my opinion. I think it's the best show on TV right now or on streaming or whatever you want to say in today's world, right? But it's just amazing. I just finished season five of Cobra Kai with my family. And yeah, it's a family show in my house. I know it's kind of adult in some ways with the language, but honestly, after listening to Ralph Macchio's book, I realized that the intent is for it to be a a family show. And we did enjoy it as a family. My son, my daughter, my wife. It was a fun experience, and uh, it was fun to delve into that Karate Kid world. I mean, we've watched Karate Kid 1, 2, 3. We watched the next Karate Kid uh, with Hilary Swank, and so it's just so many options. There really is a Karate Kid universe, and because of that, after I finished after I finished Cobra Kai, I needed something similar to tap into because I just love the show so much. So I stumbled on Machio's book, and it's it's a good book. It's a good read. If you don't know Machio is the original Karate Kid, so he's Daniel Larusso, Daniel Larusso, the original Karate Kid. If you are a fan of the many versions of this story, I definitely recommend waxing on. It's more of an insider's look at the franchise. So that's that's a little bit of a different thing. And I wasn't expecting that, to be honest. I was expecting a memoir, which it, which it arguably is in certain ways. But I'd honestly classify it as a deep look at the evolution of the Karate Kid franchise from beginning to this current moment that we're in. Because there's no end in sight, really. We're in a current moment that's really, I guess, just like there's so much potential for it. And it's really amazing to see what they've done with the franchise. I actually recommend listening to this book, Waxing On, uh, which I don't usually view as the superior way of engaging with the book. I'm a, I like to read, even though I do listen to a lot of books. I always t- tend to say reading is preferable because you learn more. But Machio is the narrator in this book, so it actually feels like a podcast. It feels like he's just talking to you like a friend, and he he comes across as very down to earth, very straightforward, and very likable. Which I don't think is that surprising because I think it comes across the screen when you're watching all the Karate Kid movies and when you watch Cobra Kai. Um, it's an easy listen, like I said, and it's very enjoyable. You get the early Karate Kid stories throughout the movie, and then you get the evolution to Cobra Kai. So, you know, and I'll just I'll just start with this when it comes to waxing on. Here are some facts that I found interesting from the book. One, which really stood out to me, is that William Zabka, and he's the guy who plays Johnny Lawrence in the in the movie and the TV show. Well, he's a big part of why Cobra Kai became a series, and there's a lot of great stories about Zabka basically telling, um, telling Machio, like, "Hey, we need to make this into something. We need to. I have these ideas, and we should we should run with it." And for a long time, Machio didn't want to do it because he didn't think it was in the spirit of the Karate Kid. He really valued uh, Mr. Miyagi. And that kind of philosophy of Karate Kid, he really took it to heart, which is amazing, in my opinion, and just really wonderful to to hear. And so because of that, he was hesitant. You know, he didn't want to make something cheesy. And so when eventually he was offered the Cobra Kai franchise and and they they introduced the ideas to him, he accepted or he, he listened because he could tell that these guys are serious about the whole franchise. And I'll get into that a little bit later, but that was a cool part of the book that I really found found really fascinating. He always, you know, felt like Zapka, he always felt like there was more to the story basically, more to the characters, and I think he was right, you know? It's really really a great story. I also gained a lot of respect for Pat Marita, aka Mr. Miyagi you know, and, and for Ralph Macchio throughout because their relationship was real, really, really genuine. And maybe that's why it felt so genuine to the audience. You know, when people have a genuine relationship in real life, it does carry over. There's no doubt about it. And that was true for for Pat Morita and, and Ralph Macchio. Well, I recommend the book, so I just wanna like finish the book up a little bit. I recommend it, it's a really, really wonderful read. It's pretty short, I think it's like five hours long. Um, so if you want an insider's look, at Cobra Kai, at Karate Kid, fun read, unique story. And it's, this story is it's going to continue. You know, Macho compares the Karate Kid in the book to Marvel Comics. And I love that concept. I really do. And I think that many fans are looking forward to that. They're looking forward to what comes next in this universe. So it's really an appropriate comparison, which I would have never made until I heard Macho say it. I thought, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. This, could, this does have potential to do that. Okay, so on to Cobra Kai. The writers of Cobra Kai are actually massive Karate Kid fans, like me, maybe like you. Um, some of the names, Josh Heald, John Hurwitz, and Hayden Schlossberg. They're all big fans of the Karate Kid franchise and they are the main reason why Cobra Kai is so good. Cobra Kai is kind of like fan fiction in its highest form for these guys and for the fans because we get to consume what they're writing. They're actually best known for Harold and Kumar, if you remember that cult classic comedy. Um, So this makes sense because Cobra Kai has a lot of drama but has a lot of comedy in it. You know, the comedy can get missed because of all the action. But it's there, and it's really, really funny. And so when I heard that they're from Harold and Kumar, it just made a lot of sense to me because there is a similar sense of humor there. So I guess for the audience, if you haven't watched Cobra Kai, I want to go into why I think this is such a good series and why I'm such an enthusiast for this series, why it's so special. Because for me, it's really all about the storytelling which is kind of like you know why I like House of Dragon, why I liked Breaking Bad, you know? It's and the the storytelling is special though for this one because you have the backstory, all the movies, right? What you end up having in Cobra Kai is a shift in perspective. So, which really kind of taps into the uh, the history teacher in me because we always are teaching about multiple points of view, and this show is all about. Let me give you a different perspective on. The Karate Kid, you thought he was the good guy? Well, he, he wasn't, it's not so black and white. You know, there's a lot of nuance in this world. So Machio actually discusses this in his book, but I wanna, I wanna add to this shift in perspective idea. Like I said before, it's there's no black and white in Cobra Kai. The Karate Kid, on the other hand, was your classic 1980s movie. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but Karate Kid was supposed to be like a kid version of Rocky, the famous boxing series. That was the, That's how it initially started. So I think that's just kind of a funny side note. So the Karate Kid movie franchise was all about good versus evil. It, very clear, right? Very clear villain. Very clear, clear good guy. Uh, Cobra Kai, well, this show is all shades of gray. It's all nuance. You watch one season despising a character, thinking they're totally evil, the devil incarnate. Next season comes around. You end up rooting for them you end up sympathizing with the with the guy who you thought was a bad guy it's crazy right And, and and you wouldn't i don't think i've ever experienced a show like that it's amazing because a little extra backstory i love i love writing so it kind of teaches that a little extra backstory a little extra dialogue and someone who was evil can turn good it's really it's really amazing uh to me this is realistic it's like when someone says and I was kind of connecting it to myself. It's like when someone says something about you, right? But it's their interpretation of it. You then go and you explain your side of the story, and no longer are you the caricature that they presented um, in the individual sto- to the individual in the story. So basically it's like, now you're presenting your point of view. You know, I've been there, you've been there, we've all been there, right? Um, you get caricatured, caricatured, you get talked about, and then you say, hey, This is my perspective. This is who I am. And then all of a sudden it changes everything. Cobra Kai does that. Cobra Kai takes that very human dilemma of caricaturing an individual and it teaches the importance of perspective. I've never seen a show do that. And to me, that feels very real because we've all gone through that before. So it's it's just fascinating how they did that. Another part of this story that I love is the evolution of the show. It really evolves. And I was a little hesitant at first. Because I guess to me, like, you know, you watch the first season and you see where it's going. And then they introduce a new character second season, a new villain. And then third season's a little bit different. Fourth season's different. Fifth season's totally different. So you're you're watching it and you get at first I got a little nervous because I was thinking, Oh, are they gonna like jump the shark with this show already? But they don't. They basically just keep adding to it. And adding to the complexity. So, this is why I say that, you know, Com- Cobra Kai is, in a sense, the family version of Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad because of this ability to evolve throughout. And I mean, that's really impressive. Shows don't last. In today's world, five seasons is a long time for a show. And every season builds off of the other. It's really impressive. Every season introduces new characters, new stories, new challenges. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. So it never gets dull. Season 5, which just aired recently, it's um I just finished it. It did an amazing job. They added a new villain from Karate Kid 3, and then that led to a new challenge. I mean, it's just writing at such a high level. You know, look my, my wife, she doesn't like this stuff. She's not into sports dramas like this sports dramedies, I guess you could say. Like, we, me and my son just finished uh, the uh, Disney version of Mighty Ducks, which was okay. There was two seasons of it. The first season was really good. It had Emilio Estevez from the original. Uh, but season two was kind of bad, actually. But I still watched it because it was just kind of, you know, just consuming empty calories, basically. But my wife would never watch Mighty Ducks, seasons one or two. She loves Cobra Kai. So I think that says something about this show what it really is presenting and how skilled it is at tapping into different types of viewers really right so from a from a first personal standpoint i think martial arts movies and television shows and books are amazing are just so cool because i have a, a personal experience with it i was uh, in martial arts i'm 39 now from uh, 25 to 33 i actually did martial arts. So, for about eight years, which is crazy to think about, I didn't, I didn't even realize it was eight years until I was <laughs> thinking about this podcast. Uh, I, I was in Kenpo, Jiu Jitsu, Karate. That was my focus. And I also did something called shoot fighting for like about a year. Uh, that's kind of an MMA style thing. But I, I had an amazing teacher. So, I really identified a lot with this because I had an amazing teacher. He was funny. He had a Miyagi style. Actually, he was very funny, very approachable, very knowledgeable, and just so humble. He always interpreted what I needed. Whenever I came in for a lesson, it was always like, "What did I need?" So sometimes we would just talk about television because I wasn't really in the mood for karate, you know. Or we talk about books. He was because he's, he's such a knowledgeable guy. So it was it was a very special experience for me. I look at it fondly. I'm really happy I did it later in life because, you know. It was, it was great. I, I would have stayed, but I moved to another town, so I couldn't go anymore. And that's something that is something I definitely miss. But it did give me a lot of things. You know, martial arts gave me confidence. It made me less aggressive. Believe it or not, it, you know, martial arts actually makes you less aggressive. And it increases your self-esteem. So there's a lot of positives, you know, self-esteem, discipline, knowledge of the martial arts. you you actually start to view fighting as unnecessary and that's that's something that might sound ridiculous but it's true and to me this series i bring all this up this personal stuff not just to go off on a tangent it's actually connected to what i see in cobra kai in cobra kai and in the karate kid franchise in general they really understand that concept uh, which makes me wonder if the writers were in martial arts because the series does a great job of showing that with the Miyagi-Do philosophy. Now, you have this Miyagi-Do versus Cobra Kai debate in the in the actual Cobra Kai show. Miyagi-Do being closer to what I experienced. It's like a more spiritual path with martial arts. It's a deep philosophy that's rooted in tradition. And it's really about the growth of the individual, which is martial arts at its finest. Cobra Kai not the same. Cobra Kai, on the other hand, is all about aggression. And, you know, their philo- their philosophy is no mercy. So it's about offense and attacking, whereas karate is typically about self-defense, you know. So there are good elements to it, actually. Cobra Kai isn't completely bad, and you learn that as you watch the show, but it needs to be restrained. That's a big concept in this. So this show is is really a story of these two philosophies, these two approaches, and how they attempt to coexist with one another. I just love it because, again, I connect it to what I experienced in the martial arts, especially the Miyagi-Do philosophy. And I just think it's, in other words, what I'm saying is it's genuine in a lot of ways, very genuine, and, you know, that, those, that clash of philosophies is just also a fascinating thing to, to observe. So, again, I love it. I'm excited about the potential for this series, the future seasons, the spinoffs. Uh, Machio actually mentions a possible origin story for Mr. Miyagi in Waxing On. And that would be really, really fun to see because he's such a great character. I don't know. You'd have to, you'd have to get a great actor, though, to replace the original Mr. Miyagi. Um, I think you could put this writing team, though, on anything Karate Kid related. Any concept and magic will happen. I really think so. So if you want to immerse yourself in a special show definitely check out Cobra Kai. If you want to dig deeper, listen to Waxing On or read it if you want. It's called Waxing On, The Karate Kid and Me by Ralph Macchio. Uh, and you know, one last story, which kind of made me connect with this even more. I remember my karate instructor, he said that in the early 80s, there was a huge increase in karate because of Karate Kid. It became very popular around the country. So karate studios were just opening up everywhere. And I'm just wondering if Cobra Kai is going to do the same thing, because I think it would be cool if it replaced MMA, which to me is a very physical sport, and it's fine, but there is something special about karate that... I just think it's just so deeply rooted in the traditions of the martial arts, and there's something peaceful about it. But also builds a lot of confidence in a lot of young young men and women. So I think I just think it's it's a it's a cool thing. It's a good thing to tap into if you're young. I definitely want my kids to do it because it's a it's a great skill to learn. You know, and it's not about aggression. It's about it's about growth of, of the individual. So I wonder, you know, I wonder if the the Cobra Cobra Kai will lead to a resurgence. I don't know. But thanks for listening to the classics podcast again. Thanks for sharing it so much. I was really—it was really special for me to read that um, Spotify message because I don't, as a podcaster, I don't really see those things. You know, I look at the plays typically, and over time, not as much as I used to. But to get that message really just shows me that the fans are are sharing it, and that's that's important because that's the best way to to grow a podcast in my opinion. So thanks for listening to the Classics Podcast. Thanks for sharing. And I'll see you next week on the Classics Podcast.